Welcome to Conversations with Toy, a blogcast tackling life one episode at a time. This is the time to air out life's craziest moments. This space is all about speaking about life's hang-ups and ways in which we can leave better than when we started. Topics are all about ways we can find space to be better in life, love, mental space and health. Friday. I hope that you are having, or should I say, have had an amazing week. Happy Friday. Lord, we are here. Thank the Lord that we are here. Listen, if this is your first time tuning into Conversations with Toy One, I don't think that it's a mistake. There's a reason for you being here. I hope that whatever you hear will be inspiring, that it will make you laugh, make you think. And again, just having conversations about things that, especially when it comes to mental health, especially when it comes to wellness, that will help you to see yourself. In no means am I an expert. At no point do I even ex- describe myself as such. But what I do is talk about my own personal experiences and hope that they will inspire you to one, look within yourself and be honest about your mental health and your state that you're in. Um, once you look in yourself and you discover where you are and you discover that the things that you're seeing and things you're experiencing is not what you want, that you would find a tool, something that will help you to become a better version of yourself. So Thank you for tuning in. Now, if you are tuning in or the first time, or if you are a loyal, a loyal listener and shout out to you because you guys are amazing. You guys are doing all the things, but if that is you listen, there's three things that you can do. You're already doing one. I want you to listen all the way through. Number two, I want you to share, 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 share. And number three, I want you to review it on whatever platform that you are listening to this on, meaning whatever podcast platform. I personally like Good Pods. Um, That's the one that I'm always going to push, but obviously I'm on all of the other ones as well. But I am happy that you are here. I am happy that you are here. And I hope that you hear the sincerity of that. Now, this week has been very extremely interesting. It's been a heavy media week for me. Um, we've been having a few influencers, bloggers, content creators that have been on the on this season for the last few weeks. This is episode number three of season 10. And we have another content creator um, on here for this show as a guest. But you know that we're going to talk about mental health. We're going to talk about wellness. And the one thing that I want to talk about is one, I personally cannot wait until the spring comes. If you suffer from seasonal depression, you already know. It's like when spring hits, it becomes like a renewing. It's like you begin to shed the cocoon and come out a little bit and come out of that stagnant shell that you've been in. And I don't know about you, but I have been in some shells lately. And what that means for me is, you know, you have these moments when you're up and down one moment, you're okay. The other moment you're not. And it's just literally just how life works. And I know that there are plenty of people who have these experiences and will think to themselves that somehow they aren't doing the things that they need to do. But trust me, you are. It's just the way that life works. Life be lifing. Do you understand me? It be lifing. And sometimes when life is lifing and it happens to all of us, we find ourselves in moments where, you know, we feel a little bit insecure or to be honest with you, we just have these huge moments where, you know, we want to feel like we're in our, in, in our, in our, in our good headspace. Sometimes that doesn't happen. And 
I know for myself that happens often. You know, you have these moments and you're like, I'm overwhelmed. I am feeling all these different things at one time. I'm really not sure how to take my mental health right now. What should I do? What should I say? Please understand that you are not alone. Like, please understand that. And the more that I talk about spring, it just gives me such excitement. Now, yes, within the wintertime, I've been doing things to help with my mental health care by little things, you know, taking a walk, doing a run, watching a favorite movie, listening to a podcast, obviously, uh, reading a good book, you know, maybe treating myself to like a new lipstick or things like that, just to keep the spirits going, keep the spirits flowing and making sure that I'm at a up at an up level. But there are times that even when you do all those things and those are parts of self-care that after you've done all those things, you still feel overwhelmed. You still feel like you're just missing the mark. Please know that you aren't the only person that's fighting that battle. I fight it and I fight it all the time. So how do I personally try to quote unquote fight it? Obviously we're not fighting with our hands. We're not fist fighting in these streets. We're not out here dogging out, you know, the things, but I fight it in the, in the sense of making sure that I'm vigilant about me being honest. One of the biggest things that I, I know for myself is gifting myself the spirit of honesty, being honest about the fact that things are not all the way okay sometimes. That is a relief because I feel like sometimes we hide because people think that, oh, you know, she must have her life together. She seems to be so on point. A lot of me being, which for me specifically looking like I'm on point is that I'm very clear about my schedule. So because I'm studious to my schedule and can be punctual and organized, it'll cover the parts of me that aren't always good, right? It'll cover the parts of me that is in the struggle. Like when I'm in the midst of the struggle, people will say, well, you don't look like, please stop saying that. Nobody looks like. I think sometimes we get caught up and we see somebody having a, a major crisis. That means you see somebody in the street, they're talking to themselves. It could be with schizophrenia or whatever they have going on. It could be them having this outer body experience. And we attribute that to be mental health. Listen, mental health could look like a, a tidied up house mom, a housewife. It could look up, look like the president. It, it has different looks to it. Everybody has some sort of, some sort of mental health that they're dealing with rather be anxiety, depressive moods, um, episodic things like we all struggle. So hear me tune in, lean in. When I tell you, I promise you, you are not alone. So the Grammys, the biggest show of music was on stage on display this past weekend. And it got everybody in a tussle. First of all, Jay-Z got up on that stage, accepted the award with beautiful blue Ivy. She looked absolutely amazing. Um, I didn't see it. Well, first of all, let me just preface. I had set myself up. It was my husband's birthday on the Grammys night. And so we were doing all the things that he wanted to do. And we came back from dinner and I was like, okay, I'm going to get my laptop. I'm going to do all this work so that I can watch the Grammys and take notes, all the things. I don't know if you heard last episode, but I had a sinus infection and I don't know what is going on this season with me, but I'm telling you, I get over one sinus infection a couple of weeks later, I'm into another one, but this one at least wasn't as bad as my last one, right? So I'm in the sinus infection. So I took this medication and let me tell you, I was out like a light, right? Just like a light. And 
I didn't even see most of the Grammys. Now, my daughter, my oldest, did wake me up so that I could see Jay-Z. I did see Blue Ivy in real time. I did see that. But I promise you that right after that, I was right back to going to sleep. I was so tired. I was just so, 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 so tired. So the whole weekend we spent celebrating my husband's birthday, right? And so I wake up, I see Jay-Z's you know, speech. I listen to it, take it in, and I'm out. So of course the next day I'm going over and looking at the clips and I'm looking at it and listening to it again and people are comparing the the Jay-Z speech to what Kanye yes Kanye West said a few years ago when Taylor who won again for best album of the year. Now this is the thing. Kanye West and Jay-Z may have said the same thing, but it's all about the decorum in which it was said. You know, you don't jump on the stage in the midst of somebody receiving their their word to like tell them that they basically shouldn't have got it, right? And you don't do that. But Jay-Z took the time in the midst of his award to say something to the Grammy um, committee to let them know, like, y'all got to get something right because something's not always right with the way that they do things. And we understand that. None of the rap categories were on or even televised. And I don't even think all of the gospel ones were even on there as well. Either way, there's always work to be done. And I don't understand why people are like, well, he shouldn't have done that. This wasn't his space. Listen, a lot of us, and I'm talking about those who are listening will not be in those spaces. We wouldn't get a seat in the, in the door. Now, and I'm not saying you didn't, cause there are a couple of people I know that are so bombed. They got in the door. They were there. They were in the space, but for the most of us, we probably wouldn't get into that space. And to get into that space enough to get onto that mic, to make a change, to make a, a conversation. So you have to use your time wisely. And he did what he needed to do. Rather, we feel like now everybody knows I'm part of the beehive, right? I believe that Beyonce at one point should, at some point, at any given point, at some point should have won best artist, right? How do you have, how do you not, how is she not considered to be the, the best album of the year when, again, um, she's won all these different awards. So I understand it from that perspective, but regardless, even if you say to yourself, I'm not even a Beyonce fan, the point of it is, was that Jay-Z made his valid points and he did it in a way where it didn't impede anyone else. It was during his acceptance speech. And that's what he chose to say. What I liked about it was that they're allowing and having Blue Ivy more and more um, out so that we can see her and, and we're watching her grow and we're seeing her do and step into spaces that she might not have done in the past. And like Jay-Z said, she's probably nervous and she's on the stage with her father and he's talking and she's just trying to make sure that, you know, she does what she needs to do because, you know, all eyes are on her. And that literally has to be, um, in my opinion, a stressful situation. So regardless, at the end of the day, the Grammys are here. They're gone. It's a wrap. It is what it is. There will be so many commentators that will talk about it just like I am. So many people that are going to speak on it and say how they feel about it. It's all what it is. I, obviously, everything that we see and everything that's happening is always for us to have conversation. One thing I will say is regardless if it's the Grammys or whatever it may be, this is one of my absolute personal pet peeves. There is nothing that happens that people don't have a commentary on. Everything that happens comes with some level of commentary. Whether you have an opinion and you state that outwardly, whether you're having an opinion and you're talking with your girlfriends or a group of friends or your family in a closed setting, at the end of the day, we are all going to have opinions. And what I don't like is when people say, well, why do they keep talking about it? Why are they talking about it? Like, let it go. Y'all not, stop. 
Because at the end of the day, we all talk, whether we come online and we make our comments, whether we're having open and uh, blatant conversations, whatever it may be, we do these things. We do. And I just, it just worries me sometimes that the fact that people just be saying anything, like anything at this point, just saying anything. We are moments away from Valentine's Day, literally days away. And the conversations that are always had around every Valentine's Day is an interesting one. One, we have those who, again, who really will go and feel some type of way because they don't have a Valentine. It's a real feeling. I don't understand why we don't think that it is. It's always usually the people who have someone that'll say, I don't know why they feel that way. I mean, your time will come. That, that's not how you were feeling when you were single, right? That's not how you were feeling when you didn't have or was connected to someone. Please let people, regardless of their status, do whatever is best for them. For some people, that means they may disengage because they don't want to see and be around that energy because they're dealing with their own issues surrounding the day. Please stop telling other people how to feel. On Valentine's Day, please, I, uh, I employ you. And it's always interesting. I find it's people who say they want to have a business where they're like, oh, I want to be an encouragement to other people. I want to be an encouragement to young women, or I want to be encouragement to young men. And you come out of your mouth and you say things that don't align with what you claim you want to do. If you step into this atmosphere where you become an encourager, you have to also be sensitive to the fact that other people are dealing with a thousand and one things that you may or may not know about. So you got to be able to stand 10 toes down because you can't be talking about, well, I don't understand why they doing that. And then you say, Hey, I'm here. I have this new business where it's going to uplift because in uplifting, you also have to acknowledge pain when it exists, even if it's pain that you don't understand, even if it's pain that doesn't make sense to you, people are going through their own situations. And so I just want to tell those people who are going to in the future, right? Future you wants to encourage a young woman. Future you wants to make a business that is a online platform where you speak about different topics. Please watch the way that you speak about things because you have no power to come after that after you have said degrading things about the very people you want to reach. I'm gonna say that one more time for the people in the back. Be very careful about the way you speak about things that our people are going through and then want to make and have a platform that is supposed to encourage the very people by which you want to attract, right? You say that your business is to encourage, then you have to be sensitive to the fact that in the, in the spirit of encouragement, right? Everybody ain't going to agree. Everybody don't have to agree. However, in the spirit of encouragement, if you want your platform to be strong, if you want people to respect the things that you're saying, watch how you talk about the very people you want to bring in and have them come underneath you and and look to you as an encourager. Because in order to be an encourager, you have to be an encouragement in almost every area of your life. Now, let's be clear. I didn't say perfection. I didn't say you you couldn't be human. I didn't say you couldn't have bad days. I didn't say that you couldn't have a moment when you're angry and somebody might see you and you have to recover. I'm not saying that. What I am telling you is, is that if your whole platform that you want, your future you wants to have a platform that's based upon encouraging and doing things for everybody else, I want you to make sure that you are very watchful of the things that you say. Because it's very, 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 very clear that you have to be careful because you never know what future you is going to end up doing. 
I just want to put that out there. So as people are celebrating Valentine's Day, let people have their thoughts. There are going to be people who say, damn the fucking day. I don't give a damn. They're going to say all the things, right? Then there's going to be people who are going to be all lovey-dovey and they're going to post one by one, everything they boo got, whether it's a husband, a wife, a friend, a secret love, a, a, a side John, whoever it's going to be, they're going to post every single thing, everything, right? I personally don't pay nobody no attention on a regular basis. And I feel like people say, how do you do that? I feel like if you just let people be people and realize that people are going to people and, 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 and just find where you're supposed to be and just let people do what they do. You will live a good, peaceful life because I don't allow a lot of things to rile me when it comes to how people do things. I see people all the time. There's people that I know in real life, people that I know in real life that post the most outrageous things. They be posting the most struggle plate. They be having like uh, Puerto Rican food, Spanish food, uh, pasta, fish, and I mean, all kinds of different things that don't go together. And they just be doing all these struggle plays. I know people who post every time they get a new boyfriend, a new husband, a new boo, a new this, a new that every other minute. And I just be looking like my God today, because it ain't got nothing to do with me. So I try, I mean, it's not that I don't see it. It's not that I don't be like, Lord have mercy, Jesus today. But I also don't make a big deal because it's people and people are going to people. People can use their platforms to do whatever it is that they're going to do. If you don't like something that somebody is posting, quickly, quickly go by it. Just go by it or take them off, uh, block them, block yourself, do whatever you have to do. But please let people express themselves. They are going to be in different levels. Some people are going to be good and they're single and satisfied and they're going to be out here catching flights. I know some of my single friends right now that are already planning trips, hunty trips. They are going away out of the country, going to spa packages and all the things. And they ain't even concerned about all that. They will meet somebody at an airport. They'll meet somebody, you know, at the bar because they just happen to be where people are and they will do what they do and keep it pushing. Then there's the people that are just downtrodden, sad, crying because they didn't get something and mad about life and just angry and all the other things. And then there's some people who are like, you know what, I'm gonna get my baby something, get my kids something and just keep it pushing. Then there's those people who are in love. And then there's those people who their husbands don't really care about them and are cheating on them every 2.3 seconds and will come home with the biggest, beautifulest of displays of affection while the next day they'll be with their side piece. Please understand everybody doesn't have to agree with you when it comes to these different things. Let people people because people be always peopling. And I don't allow people to ruffle me like that. I need you to get into that. Like when I, when I tell you life will be so much more peaceful when you can tap all the way in, like when your spirit taps in and just let people do them, I promise you it's going to be a blessing. It's going to touch you. It's going to bless you. It's really going to bless you. All right. So we've covered Valentine's Day. We've covered the, all the things. We didn't cover all the things. I want to get into our guest. This particular guest, who, 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 um, is my, one of my besties. Love her, love her, love her, love her. And she is an amazing content creator. And I am grateful for her just to step into this space. Um, we are very close. We do all the things together. We're always around each other. We uplift each other. Listen, she can call me at a moment's notice and I will stop what I'm doing and pray for her. And if I call her and say, lift me up in prayer, we don't just do that little prayer. We pray in our spirit. I'm going to stop right there. She's stopping right there. We pray on the spot. We will pray in the middle of the street. We will get together and make sure that each other is good. We uplift each other. If I'm sharing something with her about something that I'm excited about or something that I'm doing, she don't be like, well, how you get that? Who the PR? She don't do none of that. She's like, girl, yes. Do you know, like she's extremely, extremely uplifting. And if you've ever, 
ever, ever, ever have had the privilege of meeting Danielle Alvarez, then you know this my girl and you know that she is an amazing, beautiful woman. We could be walking down the street. She is the first to compliment another woman. And I mean openly. I love your shoes. You look beautiful. I've always heard her. She's been like this since I've met her. And I just love, 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 love her. But without any further ado, I want to bring, we call her Elle, but her name is Danielle, to the stage as we talk about different levels of content creation and all the beautiful things and some of the things you got to be watching for that could take place. I feel like you sound much more professional ah. when you do your podcast. Girl, bye. All right. So guess what, guys? I happen to just have one of the besties to come on the podcast. This is actually really amazing. I'm actually very excited for this. So, you know, we've been going and interviewing some of the most amazing content creators that I have in my own inner circle. And we've been talking about things like behind the scenes with content creation, how brands have started for them. And I'm so happy to have my girl, Elle. She is of Sip on What? Yes, Sip like a drink on what that is the name of her content she does such an amazing job now before we start this let me just say i don't expect you to remember all of the hashtags all of the names because i know you guys love to click and y'all don't want to research i got you i'm going to write and click all the things where you can just click on the show notes and you'll be able to get her instagram her all the things and you'll be able to follow along with her journey because something that she may say may resonate with you just along with the other creators that we have had amazing conversations with so l thank you for being on the conference on the podcast hey thank you for having me it's a pleasure to be here girlfriend see this is what i'm saying so you're going to get all this a lot of bestie vibes because we can't help ourselves it's just it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so my first question is when did you start Sip on What and what was the purpose behind creating Sip on What? Ooh, um, okay. So when did I create it? Um, maybe, I think like maybe a year and a half before COVID, I think, mm -hmm. maybe two, um, if that, but um, definitely like before COVID for sure. And um, I was with my partner at the time and we loved craft beer. So we kind of went on quests to check out different breweries and it kind of just started that I would begin to document my favorite beers along the way. And I kind of experimented with like photography and kind of did beer and food pairings. And it kind of just like went from traveling the United States to check out different breweries to becoming very hyper local and focusing like the drinks in Philly. Awesome. And so what did you, what did you notice in the beginning of your creation of content versus where you are now? Like what was some of the things that you maybe like, let's say, let's call the, let's call pitfalls, the things that you didn't know that you kind of stumbled on and made some mistakes in the very beginning. Oh yeah. Um, so stumbled on the beginning for sure. I would say, I was just very excited to post. I didn't really think about um, anything behind it. Like I didn't consider hashtags. I didn't consider, um, you know, the copy. I, I was just very excited to kind of play with the camera on my phone and then share the fact that I drank this really great beer. Um, and 
you know, educating myself in a beer in, 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 in an industry that I didn't really have any experience in before. Um, I kind of just fell into craft beer. It wasn't anything that I was actively like pursuing. It was just like one day, like I had this really great beer and I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Um, so kind of educating myself in like a new industry and, you know, speaking about it the right way. Um, and then kind of like making the right friends along the journey. You know, I would say those are the things that I stumbled across the most. Okay. Now you and I met, I don't even know at this point, because I feel like it's just been like a mush of once yeah. we connected, it just was a strong connection and it just went from there. We went, met through a mutual friend and then our relationship, all three of us was like going well and doing all the things and not that the other one didn't, but our relationship just took a more of a, um, interpersonal relationship. Yes. And, yeah. and that's how I would say it. And from there, I noticed a lot of times, well, let me just say this for now, cause this is what we get all the time. I'm going to say this real clear. A lot of people assume that me and her are together. Me and Elle are not a couple. Okay. <laughs> we get this all the time. Somebody always thinks that somehow <laughs> we are a couple because we are together. She is my bestie. I'm her bestie. Listen, we are going to be together. We are just, we just mesh well. We're just a natural. Yeah. We are always together on content creation as much as possible, but we're also together on our interpersonal relationships. She's been to my house. She's watched my kids. I've gone to her house. I've been around her family. Like it's just a normal bestie yeah. relationship. We do not, we're not together. So y'all can stop, <laughs> y'all can stop asking that. We're not together. So just, just love that two beautiful women can come together and uplift <laughs> each other because that's the majority of what we do. I don't think it helps though, because I'll be like in my stories, like, this is my boo. <laughs> like, of course, I'm out with my love. Like, it's just, I just love you. So I'm like, oh, that's my boo thing. That's just like. And we say that to each other all the time. Like, we'll answer the phone. Hey, love. Like, it, bye, yeah. love. Like, it's like, our, it's, it's our thing. So, but either way, we're just going to put it out there. We know you're still going to ask. We're just going to tell you we're not. <laughs> um, <laughs> in addition to all these wonderful parts. What has been some of the things that you feel like that took your your content creation from beginning stages to really getting into like making it do what it what you wanted to do as as you're doing it now? Um honestly, like I think it was it was two things. Um I went to school to study journalism and I didn't actively pursue a career in journalism, which is like something I I think I regret. Um, but I work in marketing and I feel like those two kind of run a little parallel. They play on like similar playgrounds. Um, so when I began exploring marketing, I was still missing that element of like putting like news packages together and like finding a story and, um, you know, putting the copy together. So I kind of shifted from fooling around to just like taking pictures and just writing whatever to kind of creating pieces, which really allowed me to kind of fulfill that other element of myself. Um, so when I began to explore that, I really saw uh, my content change and my audience change and the people that I connect with changed, um, as well as like the relationships I've built along the way. Um, yeah, I would say I would say that as well as the like amazing support group that like, I, I have found along the way, like it's just wild, like I, I like as you said, like I I've come to know you and like I've met so many other amazing, talented, beautiful, uh, just 
I can't say another word, like talented influencers in Philadelphia that have been kind enough to say like, oh, hey, like maybe you should try this way or maybe you should do it this way. And they offer, you know, insight to kind of change my perspective, which I think also is another element of a, a part of that as well. So I'm going to ask you questions that I did not ask the others because I specifically want to get, I've been bringing different elements of everybody that I've interviewed for this uh, episode, but I'm going to ask you a couple of questions that I feel like most people who haven't, who starting in the beginning will ask. So I've told the story about how I didn't even have a laptop when I first started blogging. I literally was on my Blackberry because at the time, I don't even know. I think I had the kids. It was just like a lot going on. I just didn't have a laptop, right? just didn't have one. So I didn't have this laptop. So eventually I got one and now I have the one that I really like, but I'm going to ask you a uh, cell phone or digital camera. Which one do you prefer the most and why? Ooh. Um, I mean, I, I definitely love the digital camera. I love, I just love shooting with my camera. Photography was my first love. And again, that was just like an element that I abandoned along my career journey. So whenever I can go to these, you know, media events or, or dinners and, and such, and I can bring my camera and just like fool around like that brings me like so much joy. So I, I'll always say my camera before my phone. Um, but I do love the kind of content that I create from my phone as well. Like it, it's, I feel like you can't go wrong either way, but I will okay. always prefer shooting with my, with my Nikon for sure. Okay. Now, what are your, if you had to put into category, your top three apps for those who are starting out there are apps that we use to help us along this journey whether it's to keep us organized whether it's to post whether it's to create things what are your top three apps that oh. you use that you would suggest for others to use yeah there's like so many um when I first started like I loved Canva um but now and like iMovie, I feel like that's kind of what I pulled around with the most. But like now I enjoy using um, like Adobe Premiere and CapCut for video um, editing. Um, just stay organized, like with content and hashtags and ideas and calendars. I use ClickUp. I find that app to be pretty, pretty amazing, especially for being in like, like you don't pay for it. It's free. Um, You can pay for like a, a higher, a higher tier and get more benefits. But with the free, you can do so much. And like, you can organize it. Like I have technically like guidelines and different notes for, for, and like links to different rules for, for events and like checklists and stuff all in this app organized. Like it's perfect for me. Um, so I would recommend those two. And then like one more, probably, um, let's see. Uh, I guess. Ooh, plan. Um, Plan is another one where you can have um, your content scheduled and you can also do it on the free level and work and get like a lot of benefits or you can pay for it. I've done both. Um, I did like the paid. Uh, this is not sponsored. <laughs> I did like the paid. Um... <laughs> Hello, we're not paying either one of us. So go ahead. Go ahead. I did like the paid tool. It, it offered a lot of features, but you can get away with just using the free elements as well. You can fool around with your grid and like see how it's going to look um, pre-posting. You can have all your hashtags organized. Um, you can have your stories and like ideas and media all in this app and kind of use that on the go as well. Now, one of my questions for you is life happens to all of us, right? And so we are content creating, life is throwing curveballs at us every single time. How do you balance 
trying to not necessarily stay relevant because I don't believe in staying relevant, but how do you stay showing up for yourself on these apps? Because if you don't know, it's a lot. Everybody thinks that you just hit a button, you post and you kind of move on. But to create this content, organize this content and have it the way you look the way you want it to present to the world, it, it's a lot. So how mm -hmm. do you do those things and then still life? Like, how do you do those things with life happening? Um. Well, I'm, I'm an anxious person. So I have to work through my anxiety through like working out. Um, I get anxious, like about posting, like sometimes I'll hold on to a post and I'm like, I, I can't do this. I, 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 it's not right. It's the wrong angle. It's not the right coloring. Um, and then I'll kind of go into like my own little spiral of like self-doubt. So when I start to experience that, um, I like to take a beat, go for a walk, walk my dogs, um, I will go sit in the sauna for 45 minutes. I will work out sometimes two to three times a day just to kind of work through all that. And then, you know, once I've kind of worked through that, I feel like I'm much more confident to kind of come back to the table with a more creative perspective and like hit publish and then begin to engage. But um, I show up for myself by like trying to stay, you know, uh, healthy and active um, and, you know, educating myself on, you know, influencing and marketing and, and elements that go into it, like photography and writing and, um, you know, technology, um, and my faith too, you know, I, I, I always hone on my faith, uh, church music. Which we connect on all the time. So yes, that's another thing we love, uh, together. And how would you describe your style when you show up on Instagram, like specifically Instagram, because TikTok is like, oh, every app, my God, every app requires another level of energy. Yes, that's why I don't know how you do it. Because I only can do Instagram. I don't even I don't know, child. Send, send a prayer. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> so what is your normal style? Because I've been noticing, if you haven't noticed, which you're going to notice when you go and follow Sip on what you're going to notice that she's you've been moving your stuff around a little bit and just playing with a couple more ideas. So what makes you yeah. what inspires you to change up what you're doing? Um, I think it's like, I don't know if I would label this as like a part of being like transparent or authentic, but because I feel like I'm evolving and growing, I'm just kind of sharing those like pieces of evolution of myself with my audience as it, as it happens um, in real time. Um. And, you know, it can just kind of be, again, like from how my photography changed from the beginning to now, or like how I've captured video content um, from from then to now, or how I felt as a person from then to now. And that just, I feel like that evolution just kind of comes out naturally. Um, but I like to just try to be myself. I would say that I'm pretty goofy and, um, you know, fun uh, and uh <laughs> And kind. So and, and very welcoming. I try to be, you know, very welcoming of of everyone. Um, so I want that to be a part of the part of the like the Instagram experience as well when I create my my stories and my content for sure. Now, the Mean Girl movies is out, which I didn't get a chance to see. We were supposed to see it, but you know how weather works because we've been yes. living these storms that's been happening lately. But have you ever experienced a mean girl situation in the content creation world? And how did you handle it? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I can't say. Mm, yes, I yeah. There's a there, there has been one um that comes to mind, but I just I want I do want to say like firsthand. There's a there's many, 
amazing, like talented, kind, beautiful women, like Philadelphia influencers and even influencers outside of like Philadelphia, because, you know, I, I've traveled for, for beer. So like I met other like beer influencers and stuff like that. And like so many like amazingly talented, beautiful women out there that are killing it and crushing it and like are welcoming and like very supportive of other women joining in like in on the fun. Um, but in those moments where I felt a mean girl situation, I really just kind of had to, again, like kind of hone on my faith and just be like, I, you can't take it personally, whatever that person's going through, like that's what they're going through. And that's, it's how it's coming out. Um, and I'm known for taking it personally. So I really got to like, take a, take a breath and like, um, just say like, Hey, just keep it moving. Like people will act how they want to act unfortunately. Um, and sometimes they're not thinking of the repercussions or they're not even thinking about how they're coming off to be honest sometimes. Um, so I think it's just a matter of just kind of trying to be, I guess, above it and keep, keep walking forward, be kind, kill it with kindness. Yes. I, I struggle with that. Cause I'm more mean spirited than people think. <laughs> I'm really loving like, I think you're just honest. I think that's straight. what it is. You Maybe that's what it is. And, honest. and I, I, I just be like, I'm waiting on you to try me. So, um, <laughs> Which I got be praying for because like the, the spirit of fight is real in me. I'd be like, little toy, you got to get yourself together. So I love it. I'd be like, girl, don't do that. <laughs> think about your kids and you ain't going to jail. So that, a lot of times, a lot of y'all better thank God for a lot of my kids because they be saving a lot of souls around here. They like, literally <laughs> save souls and don't even know it. Um, <laughs> I'm just being honest. The kids are um, superheroes. <laughs> listen because i'd be like I, I don't look i look good in orange but not that type of orange you are so corny um i know i am but um what has been one lesson that you feel someone who's coming into this brand new eyes wide open just curious excited hungry to start what would you say to them as a piece of advice that they don't already know like maybe they're just seeing that there's people posting things because i feel like a lot of people see these posts and they see us doing things or getting things. And I'm using quotation marks and they see us taking trips. Sometimes we go on brand trips and we're receiving PR packaging and it's fun. I'm not going to lie and act like it's not, but it happens usually because of the work that's happening behind the scenes. So what would be your advice to someone who is hungry for this life? They see it, they want to do it, but they have no idea what they're about to get into. Yeah. I mean, the illusion's real, right? It's social media, <laughs> you know? Um, I I would say like, just be prepared. You got, you have to hustle. I feel like you would just, you just have to hustle. Like you have to be prepared to educate yourself. You have to be able to handle different personalities. Um, you also have to face your own fear of like, you know, one thing for myself, I go into media events by myself in the beginning. I was just like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this, but um you know, you got to just, you're going to work through a whole new part of who you are as a person. Um, so be mentally prepared for that. You're going to challenge yourself. You will be challenged. Um, but that's all the beauty of growth, right? You know? So I would just say like, have fun with it, but also like work hard for what you want. If you have a goal that you want to have 10,000 followers, figure out what's going to work for you, how that niche is going to be um, served to your community. Um, but also like consider that it is also like a side job, right. even if like, you're not like getting paid for it as much as other influencers are out there getting paid for it. Like it is a side job. Um, so be prepared to put in the time and the work, but there are so many benefits to it. Um, 
But I think like the most important thing too is, is just remember that it like, it may look beautiful on that feed and it, you know what it is beautiful. And that person put a lot of time to create that beauty, that experience for the viewer. Um, and you know, it's not always like roses and, you know, peanut butter cups on the other side. Um, you know, you're living your life, but also you have this online persona that you're, you're trying to demonstrate, which is an extension of who you are, but, um, it's perfected. So you gotta be mindful of that. Yes. Smoke screens, smoke screens is what you're seeing. You're seeing people's most curated, um, content, their, their most curated self. Even though I talk about mental health and I am honestly like, Hey, we, I screwed up today. The day didn't go good. Y'all send a prayer for your girl. I'm very honest about that. Most people will never show their failures to where, cause it's just not a thing that people would do. Like coming and saying, I can't get it right for whatever week is this is. And I'm just struggling on the struggle bus and I'm the driver and the, and the passenger is not something that people want to do. Yeah, uh, no. They just don't. And it's, and I can understand that because they see the fact that if you show up and you're coming as less flawed, it's like, I don't know, but I feel like honestly, every last one of us, whether they share their flaws or not, do have them. Mm -hmm. That's the Absolutely. biggest advice I can give. Like, we all have some level of flaws. Yes. And so telling yourself that you need to attain to what somebody else has or does, it's okay to like say, listen, I want to meet that person. Like I want to get to that level because there are levels, but don't subscribe to being everything that that person is because you yeah. will find it. You will be disappointed. Just Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, you will. I mean, some are really cool, but then some are just like, ooh. It's like meeting the celebrity that you wanted to meet when you were a kid. Right. But then you find out they're like really trash humans. Yeah. So or it not. happens even in, even in the blogger world, like I still, for instance, so I'm, I'm with she media, they do like blog her and they have like these conferences that I go to all the time in LA. I love catching a flight to LA. You know, I'd be feeling like I'm big yes. out doing my thing. Right. I love and that. I get there. It's, strictly like a bunch of us to who write but then it's also these celebrities i remember meeting christina christina million and i'm like almost Ooh. right i'm choking up and that's not me because i'm like i could talk to i could talk to a bear like i could talk to anybody yes and at first i was like having this moment like wait and then i was like wait a minute girl you gotta relax because this is just a person and you just gotta this is just a person you gotta calm it down yes yeah and so that gave me the courage. And guess what, y'all? She was the nicest person. I didn't, it, she was just the nicest person. And sometimes you get those moments and then you get those ones that's like rolling their eyes and they're looking at you like you're so little and all this other stuff. But I think it comes with the territory. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, it's just like another element of like high school, but for adults, right? And we just ah. have to be, <laughs> you know, I, I, mature and self-aware and just also consider it. Like it just... You can only do your best. We're human beings. Um, and that's like one of the things that I very much admire about you and your page is like you are very vulnerable about and and open about mental wellness and mental health. And I think that's that's beautiful. And we need more of that on the platform. <laughs> right. Because we all be having some type of mental health issue, something happened in every moment of our day. Yes. Um, so one, I want to thank you for coming on our podcast because you're obviously amazing. 
And remember, people, because I know y'all, we all, I don't know why we, I think it's the social media has caused our brain to only have short-term memory. Yes. It's okay. <laughs> this is L of sip on what? However, you don't got to remember any of that because I'm going to have everything completely clickable. So go to the show notes, follow L, follow Camille, follow Amanda, follow all the creators. Yeah, that all the girls. Me all the girls on this episode, because we want to just make sure that we encourage you. Your 2024 is in, is already in route. It's already happening. And it may not be content creation for you. It may not be blogging for you. It could be just moving from your job that you've been at for 20 years and starting something completely different. Mm -hmm. It could be going from one city. Like I used to live in a small city and came to, the, to Philadelphia. And that was a lot. Like it could be anything. Regardless of whatever it is, I want you to insert your thing in for 2024 and use this advice because you can use it across the board. You yes. have to show up and be confident. You're going to have moments when you doubt yourself. You're going to have all these things happening, but insert your thing into 2024 and use this amazing advice because we're here to encourage. We want you to show up. And, and I will say, lastly, there is space for all of us. Yes. Yes. That is such an important message. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like, do not feel that you cannot do it because there's so many people already doing it. No, your personality, your heart, your energy, it's all needed. It's wanted. Just do it. Just do it. Join us. Join us. On Join the us. Just come. <laughs> like, you can only be you and your level of you is something that somebody else needs. And yeah. so you feel as if you're not at this level of somebody else because you're going to come and you're going to make your own levels. Like, create your own levels, really. Mm -hmm. You yeah. can create them. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you as always for joining me. And I know that even in the deepest or joyful conversations, that there's something we can learn and apply. Until next time, I hope that you are doing better. If not, we will be back to talk some more and handle it. Peace to you and yours. Stay grounded.